0: Herod. They had a conscience. You know, in uh, the passage I mentioned a bit earlier, Luke 23, when Jesus comes to Herod, Herod was excited. He received Jesus gladly because he'd heard all about Jesus. We saw that here. He heard about Jesus. Now he finally gets to meet Jesus. This is just before Jesus is put on on the cross. And he asks Jesus questions and he wants to have a conversation with Jesus. You know what that passage says? Jesus answered him not a word. Jesus answered him not a word. Herod lived in sin flagrantly. It's as though Jesus said. It's enough. I will not answer the word. How we see here, Herod's pride, don't we? Made a boastful promise to Herodias' daughter. We don't know that, well, we don't have the name written for us in the New Testament Scriptures, but Josephus, the ancient historian, tells us her name was Salome. Rhodius's daughter. We have every reason to believe that. Siloam apparently was a good dancer. But know this, these dances were erotic dances. And Herod and all the other leaders in the area, they were very pleased with how Siloam danced in front of them. And Herod was so much so that he said, ask whatever you want to have my kingdom. She went to Herodias' mother. Hell hath no fury as a woman scorned. uh, Herodias is one of those. She's up there uh, with Jezebel and uh, these women who, uh, well, also anti-Christ. She said, give me the head. Baptist. So Siloam goes back to Herod and says I, I would ask that you give me the head of John the Baptist on a platter immediately. And because of his oath, because of his dinner guests, Herod wouldn't stand down would not uh he would not refuse her. Herod was more concerned about what men thought of him than what God thought of him. Think about that. Because that temptation can be ours as well. you have the fear of man or the fear of God? Herod here shows the fear of man and no fear of God. We are to have the fear of God and not the fear of man. Coram Deo. Coram Deo. It says we live before the face of God. That's what those words mean. Before the face of God. Herod was more concerned about the face of man. And so he sends the executioner to the prison cell the executioner does his job and brings John's head on a platter. And Herod doesn't give it. He lived to die eternally. I call that portion of this sermon the demise of a king. Here now we see with John the Baptist the gain of a prophet. The gain for the prophet John's death was extreme obviously but it wasn't solitary there have been many prophets in the Old Testament who were killed because of their messages who were killed because of their faithfulness soon after Christ ascended there were many Christians who professed Jesus Christ who were killed by the Roman Empire you could read Josephus and other historians telling us about They're being burned. They're being beheaded. They're being thrown into the Colosseum to be killed by wild animals and lions and such. And throughout church history, there are times, even from within the the organized church, where faithful believers are put to death. So while John's situation was extreme, it wasn't solitary. And Mark, I think, wants us, as I said at the beginning of the sermon, to impress on us that there is a costliness of following the great King, Jesus Christ. That that costliness may not be as severe and as extreme as the cost of John the Baptist, but still, it can be deeply wounding and costly. To stand faithfully for the gospel, and on the Word of God can be deeply wounding and costly. But congregation, I want to encourage you this morning, to, and, and with Paul, to say that suffering for the gospel is a privilege. That's what we have to understand. That's what we have to get into our head. It's a high privilege. In Philippians, uh, Paul encourages the church not to be frightened by their opponents. And he says, that is a clear sign of their destruction, but of your salvation. I love that because it so fits with this passage. King Herod was the opponent of John. And all of this is a clear sign of Herod's destruction, but of John's salvation. And that from God, Paul goes on. For it has been granted to you that for the sake of Christ, you should not only believe in Him, but also suffer for his sake. It's been granted to you. It's a privilege to you, not only to believe in Jesus, but to suffer for his sake. Wow, does that go anti-culture, doesn't it? But I think Mark is impressing this on us. And Paul has just said it in Philippians, for, for me to die is It's gain. It's gain. Whatever they do to me, Paul is imprisoned. And he wasn't sure if he was going to be released or not. He said, to live is Christ, to die is gain. Do you see that? Do you get that? I think, I think that also is what's coming out in this passage. As soon as that axe head went through the neck of John the Baptist, he was with the Lord. He was with his God. As soon as that happened, for him it was gained. He died to live. Herod lived to die. Jesus says in Revelation, blessed are those who die in the Lord. Blessed are those who die in the Lord. In Revelation 20 verse 4, the apostle John looks and he says, also I saw the souls of those who had been beheaded for the testimony of Jesus and for the word of God. And those who had not worshiped the beast or its image. John says, And I looked and I saw the souls of those who had been beheaded. And where did he look? He looked to the throne. And at the foot of the throne were those who had been beheaded. of God. Jesus also in Revelation says to the church of Smyrna, Be faithful unto death, and I will give you the crown of life. Be faithful unto death, and I will give you the crown of life. Congregation, these two men, Herod and John, stand as in, in, in opposites. Herod lived, but he eventually died. And he lived to die eternally. John died to live eternally. May God give us the grace to be faithful unto death. To be faithful unto death will be given the crown of life. Amen. Father in heaven, we are thankful for this passage of scripture. We Thank you, Heavenly Father, for those who have been willing to give their lives for Jesus, for the gospel, for the truth. We don't know lord if you will call us to that but lord our desire is that we would be faithful and that when we are opposed and oppressed and persecuted that we would be faithful even unto death, all the way to blessing. We need your presence. We need your spirit. So bless us, we pray for Jesus' name. Amen.